You're listening to the New Stack Makers, a podcast made for people who develop, deploy, and manage at scale software. For more conversations and articles, go to thenewstack.io. All right, now on with the show. Humanitech powers enterprise-grade internal developer platforms. Their products let platform teams remove bottlenecks by letting them build golden paths for developers. Enterprises use Humanitech to standardize how they build and deliver software, enabling true developer self-service. This reduces lead time and slashes time to market. Hello, uh, welcome to the latest edition of the New Stack Makers podcast. Today, we're going to learn about internal developer platforms, IDPs, from the company that kind of started the wave of discussion around IDPs, first by introducing a concept, platform engineering, which we've been covering for a couple of years now, but a series of posts for the new stack provided by Humanitech uh, raised some interesting questions about how platform engineering answers questions and concerns around DevOps practices. It was uh, quite a, a controversial opinion, and we'll include some of their early posts in the write-up for this podcast. But over time, platform engineering kind of was refined into the concept of IDPs, internal developer platforms, in the way that the whole idea behind platform engineering was to make developers' lives easier, allow them to concentrate on the code itself and not all the tooling around the code. IDPs were a way of doing that. And Humanitech was the company that certainly helped usher in the era of IDPs. Today, we have the CEO of Humanitech with us today, Casper von Graunberg. Casper, thank you for taking the time to talk. Oh, thank you for having me. All right. So first, we want to divide this interview up into two segments. Uh, first, we'll talk about IDPs, what they are, how they're different from platform as a service or IDEs or any one of other things. And then we want to learn about what Humanitech offers in this area and what makes them uh, kind of stand out from the pack. So let's just jump right into it. What is an internal developer platform? Well, an internal developer platform is the sum of the tech and tools that a platform engineering team puts together to build golden paths and help the developers consume things with a high degree of standardization, low cognitive load, basically uh, paving the roads, if you want. An internal developer platform is, so to speak, the result of the work of a platform engineering team. You know, it's the platform that they're building. It's not a platform for externals. It's a platform for internals. It has several components. We call them planes, or to be more precise, McKinsey calls them planes. McKinsey has built a reference architecture for modern internal developer platforms, and they differentiate five planes. The developer control plane, where you would have things like a portal, you would have things like version control system. So, you know, how does the user interact with the platform? The second plane would be the integration and delivery plane, CI, registry, platform orchestrator, you have the resource plane, you know, those are your actual resources, your cloud resources, your on-prem resources, databases, file storage, uh, clusters. You have your observability plane and you have your security plane. And, you know, the, these. this is how we roughly divide the areas of a, uh, of a platform, how the platform then looks and how the IDP looks at the end is a little bit subject to, you know, what the platform engineering team builds. And that depends on what the organization needs. 
Terrific. Yeah. How does it? Yeah. Can we dive a little bit further into that? I mean, how does it look to the developer? Is this like a portal of some sort? Do I, when I'm building an application, how do I choose the components that I would use? So it becomes a platform if you have some sort of golden path and abstraction if you want. You know, you want to make, you want to get away from the concept of just throwing everything at the uh, developer. Like, hey, you know, why don't you do everything in, you know, Terraform and why don't you learn this and why don't you learn this and this? You want to give them a delightful way to consume this. And that means it essentially, if you want to simplify this, the developer should say, hey, I need a workload and my workload needs a database. It should be a type Postgres. I need this specific configuration and then I need file storage. And you should be just sending this through the pipelines and that should then be matched by the defaults provided by the platform engineering team and the what you want should be running. Okay, how you're consuming this is a little bit up to the individual preference of the user and what the platform team has configured for you. So we're seeing some teams like to use a user interface and a portal. Some teams like to use code-based interactions like a workload specification, score, for instance. Some teams like CLIs, some teams like APIs, some teams like chatbots. It doesn't really matter. What matters is you have a abstraction, you have something where developers can, you know, order something, and that abstract request gets uh, gets fused with the baseline configurations provided by the platform team. And as a result, you have the running application, which is following all of the standards, observability, et cetera, right by default. So it's the experience of a platform as a service, but really enterprise-grade, uh, holistically thought through all of the different components that then make a platform. Does this limit developer choice as for the tools, or is that not as an important issue as some people make it to be? No, I think it's it's a very, very important issue. It is so vital that we do not go back to the platform um, age of 2010, basically, where we had platforms that basically hindered the developers and said like, hey, you need to use these defaults. There are no other options. And that is a bad, bad uh, thing to do. We don't, and it's incredibly unproductive, we don't want to get back to those times, which is why we want to provide sensible defaults. I, I call them golden paths. Netflix calls them paved roads. Developers can stay on those paths. If they do so, they get certain SLAs, they get certain guarantees, but they are free to leave the path. They are free to actually, you know, go low level and uh, configure the things in detail should the security posture uh, allows. And this is a very important point that we're making here. Good platform engineering is never about covering 100% of the use cases. It's never about pleasing 100% of your developer population. It's about 80-20. Cover 80% with delightful experiences for those that want to go off the golden path. Let them do that. So this is a uh, platform engineer is primarily in operations rather than development, I take it. They're the people who have to set up the infrastructure for the developers. The platform engineering team is put together by a diverse set of groups. And it really depends on what a team can afford, if you want. You like platform engineering and platforming shouldn't be that, you know, big role, like that big daunting thing that takes ages of to start. You should be able to start very scrappy with one, two people for one or two teams. Now, if you have the, the funds, 
a platform engineering team should have a product manager because you should treat your platform as a product. Your platform engineering team should have people from ops and infra. Your team should have developers, advocates. You know, those can be very large. They can be one or two people, side roles, absolutely uh, possible. But I'm a big fan of, you know, making sure that there is a diverse set of voices and opinions when these platforms get built. All right. Terrific. Terrific. Uh, let's move on to Humanitech. How, what was the origin story of the company? How did you guys get started? Well, we are platform engineers by heart. We've been doing it for, for ages. And, you know, we've just observed that people are building the same things over and over again. If we look at platforms, right, we're basically where CI was 10 years ago. Everybody building their pipelines and reinventing the wheel. Then later you see, okay, well, other specialized teams build certain components. And Humanitech is really about empowering the builders, empowering platform engineers to build fantastic platforms that really serve the need of the organization. And we do that by offering different products, different components that you can use to build these platforms. We are, own, we are you can use these things to then actually glue them together with what you have right now. We are allowing you to integrate everything very rapidly in a modular way. We have the um, processes to help you do that. We've just seen hundreds of different platform setups. We have very battle-tested ways to do that, to guide you. Um, and then most importantly, we have the products to actually enable that for you. Terrific, terrific. Yeah, I'll talk about the products a bit now. So one thing we've been hearing quite a bit is backstage, a platform that originated at Spotify is a popular choice. Do you interact with Backstage at all or, or what is your relationship with Backstage? Yeah, so Backstage is definitely one of the user interfaces that you can put on top of a internal developer platform. I would, you know, to stay neutral, name a few others. Cortex, for instance, port is a option that's op often looked at. Backstage being the open source equivalent has benefits, has downsides. Again, something like this, like a portal, is a UI into a platform. It, it And it's something, yes, we do integrate with. We also offer an own option from that perspective in that. And it integrates very well with our other two core products, the platform orchestrator. And the orchestrator is basically about bringing together the abstract request of the developer, whether that abstract comes from the portal, CLI, API, or UI, or code-based it uh, doesn't really matter, but it's about bringing that abstract request from the developer, then actually enriching this with the baseline configurations provided by the platform team. Those baseline configurations could be written in Terraform, Crossplane, whatever. And from the combination of those two, abstract request and baseline configuration, the orchestrator then orchestrates everything. The tools, creates the configs, prepares the deployment, does the deployment itself, hands over to Argo CD, for instance, all of that. And that allows you to get dynamic configuration management, resource management, environment management, cost control, RBAC and governance. So all of those features that you want to have in your platform that are usually super hard to get, the orchestrator will get you that and will help you function as the glue of everything you're building around this. So the orchestrator is the core engine for Humanitech's deployments. Yeah, so the orchestrator absolutely is is, is sitting at the center of a, of a platform post-CI uh, and registry. And it's taking the, you know, whatever comes from the portal, whatever comes from our code-based interaction method. We have a product called SCORE, an open source product where developers can describe things as code. It will take those abstract requests. It will take the image that flies in from the CI and it will 
look at this, analyze it, say, ah, okay, this is the context. This is what's requested. Looks like this is a workload. I need a database, file storage, uh, et cetera. What does the platform engineering team want me to do? Takes this, creates app and infrastructure configurations on the fly and executes this. And it's doing this with every single deployment. And that makes, allows us to reach a very high degree of standardization. If, you know, baselines change, you now want to have Grafana as an integration, whatever, the orchestrator can get that done and uh, actually create everything. Nice, nice. So you're kind of the, uh, the Kubernetes of the app development world, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you could do it. Let me ask you this. Though. What, what is, I mean, we've seen a lot of entrants in this space. We've seen a lot of passes, platform as a service, all the space rebranding themselves as IDP, some from some large companies like VMware. What is, what is Humanitech's uh, cutting edge? What's your secret sauce? Uh, what is it that you do better than anybody else in this field? Yeah, absolutely. So Humanitech is not about replacing anything. Humanitech is not your one-stop shop platform as a service that wants to knock out everything else. Humanitech is really, and I want to say this again, empowering the platform engineers to build great platforms. We give you uh, the building blocks. You have to put them together. And we are used by a, some of the biggest brands you're using every day to some of the more smaller teams we have a large scale and we are giving you battle tested components to build these platforms that are reliable, that developers love and that fit the exact need of your organization. And we do that better than anybody else. All right. Fantastic. Fantastic. And we want to thank you guys, not only for appearing on the podcast, but you might notice some Manatech's uh, sponsor notes in some of our stories. They have provided us with the funds to research both platform engineering and uh, IDPs, uh, which turn into stories that you guys are reading. So we thank Humanitech for uh, uh, allowing us to uh, explore this area more. And uh, thank you for uh, appearing on the show. And thank you, uh, listeners, for uh, tuning in. Well, thank you for having me. Thank you for the very fruitful collaboration and looking forward to the you know next months and years. Humanitech powers enterprise-grade internal developer platforms. Their products let platform teams remove bottlenecks by letting them build golden paths for developers. Enterprises use Humanitech to standardize how they build and deliver software, enabling true developer self-service. This reduces lead time and slashes time to market. Thanks for listening. If you like the show, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's one of the best ways you can help us grow this community, and we really appreciate your feedback. You can find the full video version of this episode on YouTube. Search for the new stack, and don't forget to subscribe so you never miss any new videos. Thanks for joining us, and see you soon. Bye.